Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 50th episode of HSBG Podcast. I'm your host, Educate Cons. I'm here with my constant co-host, Shady Bunny. Shady, how you doing? I'm great, Cons. How are you? Not great. You're just regular great. That's a shame. Uh, medium, medium great, medium great. Okay, sure. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's the fiftieth episode, which uh, a little bit surprising. I'm not. I wasn't expecting to be here, but it's always cool to be like, hey, we actually, you know, these. What are they? Hallmarks, milestones. That's the word. Yeah, yeah. It's like, huh, we got there, and uh, we'll see what another fifty episode looks like if that does exist. If that's in the cards, but. You know, pretty cool to get here. A, little, a lot of fun there. But we always start with our 50th. No, that's not right. Our weekly overview. We'll start our 50th with the weekly overview. Uh, that is very true. Uh, but generally, I don't remember this week. Oh, right. Because of the. Oh, right. <laughs> you blocked it out already. <laughs> Uh, now I now it's come. I, I I forgot this week, but now I remember what this week was about. This week was uh me complaining. This is like the most complaining I think I've ever done for Hearthstone uh, in a week. So yeah, quite quite interesting. Basically, the friend meta. A lot of people like some one. Well, mm, a lot of lot is some people liked it. Some specific people really enjoyed it. The EU ladder loved it. I would say like just really really jumped That's into it. Bad. Um, but I personally did not like it. It wasn't a bad meta for me by any stretch of the imagination, but I just didn't want to play in a tournament with that, with that meta. So I really wanted to, I mean, we're going to talk about, this is going to be a topic, <laughs> but I really wanted to drill that in that, Hey, I'm not happy about this, but yeah, you know, friend, friend patch came through. And then got removed, and then we had the post-friend patch, which we played a little bit on, so uh, that's been our weeks, probably. Shady, how about you? You probably have more good things to say about this week than I do. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I so I played one day before the previous podcast, right? And then we, uh, we, we talked about it, about how crazy friend was, and... That was true, right? I mean, I don't think we walked away from that podcast saying like, oh, crap, we oversold it a little bit. It's actually not. No, it was it was pretty bad in terms of how. Uh, I would like to. I hope that uh, you, there there are people that uh, from Blizzard that do listen to this podcast, I've been told. You know, I, I, don't, I haven't said that to you, right? But, you know, I, they do exist. And I hope that our some of our arguments kind of went through and like, Influence in like, you know, this, this is a good idea, I, I as well awesome, as the rest yeah. of the community. You know, I, I feel like there was like a unified stance, at least in the higher, yeah. Rated, yeah. Um, I, I don't think we're the, no, yeah, no, I don't no, think no, we're I don't, the, that's what I'm saying. That's, <laughs> well, I'm just, I just but, want to say yeah. we're another force, that's all, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, and, and that's cool, that's really cool, that's awesome. The um, I, I think it was a very clear signal because I think this one was just over the top, right? You would just routinely have turns that would not end and you know like even even with the best apm in the world like you're not going to end the turn because you're just going to keep going like especially as you got more proficient um that doesn't mean that it wasn't fun i think a lot of people had a lot of fun with it like i i kept making the argument that this was just a different game mode almost right we just said okay this is 
the, honestly, this was more impactful than Diablo as an event. Mm -hmm. Or he said, oh, yeah. this is the friend of a friend event. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, the game is just crazy now. So maybe in the future, when there's not a tournament, you could say, hey, you know, we'll do friend of a friend for a little bit. Where you say, okay, game is crazy for a week or two, right? And then after that, we go back to normal. Yeah, I, I said in the in the roundtable, which we'll get to, that this felt like an April's Fool's patch. That's, that's, that was my... <laughs> interpretation where it's like hey a for fools are gonna put every everyone has access to everybody that's her that's her little the, thing for april Fools. all like, the crazy buddies yeah, yeah. And, and i was like okay sure and, you know if if that was the case i'd be like yeah you know but they it, it wasn't it wasn't um implemented as like oh we're gonna remove this in a couple of days you know it was like this is the new standard like how it's like <laughs> oh no not for me yeah, I mean, they just yeah. like try right yeah. and see okay how crazy is it gonna be it's like oh, i was that crazy yeah. okay uh, the um i mean you, you you mentioned that eu ladder loved it and yeah i think almost every other player i know was just saying like oh yeah friend it's really silly but god i love the <laughs> <laughs> it was very dual. It's like this should be wrong, but I love the results. So just, be, but I mean, when you look, when I you have think an about argument it, for that, though. I do. Sorry, I have an argument for that. Why you love a counter argument or an explanation? That's no, an explanation. Yeah, not a. Yeah, I mean, I, I, t you, you can go first if you like. No, 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 no I don't want to go after. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, my, my, my assumption, right? Why a lot of the um higher mmr well there's an inflation a little bit now right essentially eu ladder just moved up a thousand mmr to its like so yeah. if this was 12k last week this is now 13k and the um for me the explanation is that it's just it's actually really difficult to get the most out of those turns and the tier six gaming a lot of more you can't even call them casual players right but people just don't that don't play all day they don't get to do that very often but if you give a high level player the tools to win a game, a lot of the time they're going to be a lot better at utilizing them and seeing the opportunities to push for the bullshit. Whereas um, a player that is not as experienced is more likely going to settle. And I think this is something that, um, while well, you helped me identify on day two or day one and a half, um, you said, stop, stop doing anything else. Only do this. And then after, <laughs> yeah, no, no, that was good. I needed that. I needed that because I then saw other people doing other things. And and the, the funny thing is then they complain because they say, I have this reasonable board. It's like, it, if it's not six amalgams with a presser, I don't it, care. It's, it's a shit board. <laughs> it's, it's garbage. Don't even think about winning a game if it's not. Like, and, the, and the funny thing is, honestly, if you were like, Really, really high rolling. Six and Algodons is garbage. It's garbage. Why too, not three yeah. fall reapers and two deflect the bots and all Right, yeah, all three hundred damage and resets and macros and everything. So, uh, yeah, I, I had, a, I legitimately had a second place with five golden amalgadons, all perfect, golden selfless baron. That was second place yeah. because you needed Prester or no. I'm not even sure if Prester was in there. They had like a cleave or they, they had something, right? So, and I wasn't even salty about it. It was just like, okay, yeah. I mean, I I didn't have enough time to set up like a more insane board. I was like, I'm actually a little lazy. I'm only just building five amalgadons. It's a little lazy. But we knew the meta would end very quickly. So I was like, I'm not going to spend, like if that meta would have lasted two more weeks, I would have said like, okay, I'm going to invest time to really, really learn to optimize the bullshit. But for now, I was just like, if I can consistently build a board of six or five amalgadons, that's fine, right? That's good enough. That's going to win me a lot of games. So yeah, that's my uh, 
that's my explanation slash i, I went above uh, that and went, into, and went into like the secret bs i think that was the level above where you just run yeah. secret uh see like you you get the secret buddy but then you get mm -hmm. you have the battle you have golden brand you get the copy yeah. of battle cry so you copy the three procs of the secret buddy copy the battle cry or copy the death rattle the, de the death rattle the death rattle the sneed, right yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So you, you sneed that and then you run both million with, secrets with a set yeah and then the secrets give you the the uh split, the split the it give you or yeah. the cobra or the uh divine shield right and if you That's if you're cool. proking that over and over even the snakes have won me the game where the divine shield goes into a snake and i'm like ah well <laughs> that's a, that's a yeah, real yeah it's got impactful. like from a dog, right? yeah I, get that. So, I think that that's where i won some games where i was like they have no business winning this game like none zero percent <laughs> business but i have some secrets and i beat like full board of amalgadons with with selfless they have selfless amalgadons. i'm like ah, Secrets, just be yeah. There. You get to you get to proc a lot of their shields for free with all yeah, your garbage, and you get yeah. the re-shield, and you know, like the Guyu, that's fine. Yeah. Blah 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 yeah. blah. So, Eventually, yeah, so, my opponent started is. doing that against me, and I was like, ah, they've they've learned yeah. from me because <laughs> I've never seen you know I've never seen other people do that until like you know they lose to me. Then they'll then the, okay. So my my thing why I think EU liked it more than NA is because there's more players in EU. So you know the discrepancy between like the average player and the high elo yeah. because what i was yeah, dealing with i've just fought like the same people over and over you know and like they're high rated they're streamers right i'm just fighting you know these these guys over and they get they get really good right and since there's not that many people i just queue into like the same guy and the next the same like we'd be top two and then it's him again and we're top two and it's you know and then it's them again and i'm just like stop stop being in my lobby like, you know i need easy games <laughs> and they're just like making it hard right so like i'm trying to win but i can only get top two because they'll high roll and and it's not even like i'll high roll every game right there'll be games where i have to you know low roll and i'll, I'll get a bottom but like since there's more players in eu there's discrepancy between oh the best player and the you know the average player in your lobby is going to be a little bit wider yeah, the, than um... the I think that's a good. Uh, I think that's a good explanation. The uh, and and that's that's a lot of the time the case where the okay. So if if you would print more heroes like Ysera at her strongest, where it was just really effective to donkey roll for Promodrek Taragosa, that's the opposite effect, right? Because anyone can do that. That's the complete opposite effect of you say you print friend of a friend and you say, hey, the possibilities are endless. Go knock yourself out, and then you say like, okay. Um, anyways, like, doesn't matter. Yeah, does I, I matter. think that's fair. Friend of a friend was very impactful. I've learned a lot about life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, and, and this this is, I, I guess, a, a good thing for most players. Everyone got more comfortable playing with Bran. Which I'm not happy about. I'm really like, yes. I, I share that I, sentiment. <laughs> I, I am very like people have learned how to high roll because of this. Pre yeah. pros patch and it's so annoying because i'm like ah they're good they're they're they can utilize these uh these weird situations they've now learned. yeah they've yeah. learned yeah it's so annoying they will, they will value brand on tier six a lot higher now when merlocks are in and all that yeah, yeah it's like, just Anyways. do it do it a week do it after the tournament guys you know <laughs> like come on that's how i feel you know but yeah uh moving on da -da 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 -da. Oh, we, all right. We did a new round table. So it's been almost two months, almost exactly two months since our, the last one. This, the last one was before Buddies even came out. So uh, we wanted, well, 
it was like Wednesday and the patches on, or it was like Tuesday and patches on Wednesday. We didn't really want to play. So I was just like, hey guys, you want to do <laughs> table? Also, I get like asked by my chat so often. So I, I was like, let me just set one up. So we did, we kind of discussed some of the meta, like the meta, the buddy meta overall, um, just like going through each patch. And then we kind of discussed lobby legends, some of the systems, some of the things we're looking for, like for future ones and, what we thought was weird about the tournament structure and whatnot. And then we kind of ended it, ended it a little bit with discussing some specific heroes we thought were cool. We kind of talked about heroes throughout. And then um, just general nonsense at the end. You know how it goes when you have a bunch of people <laughs> uh, doing it. So, yeah, we got that up. It's on Spotify and, and all that. And, you know, it's in the podcast directory. Uh, I put that in there. And it's also on YouTube, so... You want to take a look at that? It's pretty long. It's like four hours. So, oh, I mean, that's that's a short session for round. <laughs> it is, but you know, it's also long. So yeah, I just wanted to toss it in there. Um, that it does exist. If you want to take a look at that, but moving on, we've got. Oh right, um, so it's a week left, right? I remember talking about this a couple. <laughs> oh, good meme. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm a, a couple, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago, right? Oh, it's like a week left, and I was like, "Ooh, I'm, I'm." It's kind of cool. Everyone's pacing, you know. I'm so excited to see, you know, some some of the grind. And I went through the week, and I like the week after, I was like, "Oh God, I hate everything." It's <laughs> like this is so stressful, so painful. And I, I think a lot of people have learned uh, from the last uh, uh, cutoff, where I see so much more camping, and I don't blame anyone. Like sometimes. I'll hear people say, oh, what do you think about people like just not playing on their main? It's like, have, have you tried this? <laughs> have you have you been through it? If you haven't, then I think it, it's hard to understand. Like, why put that risk on yourself? Why put that stress when you're already like top five, top, you know, top four, top five? Why go through the risk, go under and then have to like play nonstop over the weekend to try to come back. You're not even guaranteed. And it's so much harder too, because everyone's trying to play and everyone's trying to win. And you, you, you have that pressure on yourself, right? So there's a, there's a, there's a likelihood to tilt and, and whatnot. So I don't fault anyone. If they're high rated, they feel comfortable. They don't want to play on their main. I say, yeah, it's like, it's probably the right idea um, compared to just grinding and then, getting unlucky because it's very easy to fluctuate right like it's very easy to lose yeah. 400 500 mmr in a, in a in an hour right like well when you oh, lose mmr you lose fast sure. right yeah. yeah it goes fast yeah um kind of interested to see what it's going to look like at the end are we going to have the same people or is it going to be a little bit different like obviously it's going to be different already even the the person uh, fast eddie right he wasn't in the last qualifiers, right? So it's already different. I, I don't think it's likely for him to lose, to get out, right? But I mean, it depends. Like he's a grinder. He plays a lot and he fluctuates sometimes. So, you know, it's, it is possible. You go fast yeah. one way or the other, right? <laughs> <laughs> like there's any, oh, there's any now. Okay. Yes, that's very true. So, you know, but it's likely he should be in there and he's a new face for the qualifier. So, um, it's very possible to see a lot of different players, but it's also kind of hard to overcome, I guess, some of the other players that want to participate, right? Like, 
I still see a lot of people from the previous ladder um, yeah. still in here. I mean, they're, the, the thing is, like, they don't stop improving either. That's that's yeah. It's 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 very normal. I I think so. So people might look at these lists and say, "Oh, this is rigged. This is going to be the same people." I mean, it's not all the same people as you oh. mentioned. But yeah, I mean, what do you expect, right? If they made it the first time and they continue practicing and they continue grinding and they continue adding points, like it's quite likely that they're going to be able to defend. Um, I think more often than not, if you made it the first time and then you don't make it the second time, people are going to ask, "Oh, what happened? What went wrong?" Instead of you know, like, yeah, exactly, right? It's, I think it's almost a bit more expected, right? Maybe if you just barely made it in or you uh, you were even one of the people that was in number 17 or number 18 that got in due to an invite being, you know, handed over, then sure. But I think if you're one of the people that was comfortably qualifying last time, the expectation is there that you're just going to be there again. Um, because as I mentioned, <clears throat> even though everyone else that didn't make it in is trying to get in, yeah, they're getting better. They're putting in a lot of hours. They're practicing. So are the people that already made it. Right? So, and and they, you know, they had an advantage on you last time. So if they don't let up, likelihood is actually pretty high that they're going to be able to defend it. Yeah, that is. I I really wonder how many new faces we're going to see overall. Like that is actually interesting. Is it just going to be like ten? Well, I guess 48. Is this going to be like 40 out of out of 48 or the same from last qualification? That would be like so surprising to me. Or is it going to be like, you know, half in, half out um, from the I don't think you're going to do half. I think it's three quarters the same people. Three quarters the same, yeah. I think that's probably accurate, which kind of shows you how hard it is, right, to get there, right, if you're trying to make it and it's actually quite hard um to you know overcome the other people that are trying to get there to break in yeah yeah for sure i i i mean i i think i'm in a good position to talk about it because I'm, I'm one of the people knocking on the door right, right so right. uh and i i think it's important that like so for me my stance is i'll get there when i deserve it and I don't mean that in any mean way towards myself at all, but it's it's important not to say like, oh, I'm entitled to this. And the only reason I'm not getting it is because the ladder is corrupt and there's people holding me back and, you know, <laughs> all these things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm obviously I would like to make it. I'm doing my best. I got to rank 17 yesterday <laughs> and now I'm 27. So something went wrong today. But, you know, <laughs> I got very close. I got very close. Uh, but, yeah, it's. I think it's important to, to remind yourself that a lot of the time, like you'll you'll get it when you deserve it. And even though hypothetically speaking, you could have gotten in on the day if you had just gotten a little bit luckier, if the opponents had just gotten a little bit unluckier, if Bob would have just cooperated a little more. But that's part of the game, right? That's part of the game. That's how I so, feel every day. You know, yeah. so unlucky. <laughs> I should have got first and I got second. I can't believe this. Like, you know. Like, it's yeah, and and that's that's the thing. That's part of this game, and and yeah, sure, you can think like that, but I don't think that's a that's it's a good healthy, attitude. No, it's not. For me, it's just like I'll get there when I get there, and uh, it, it'll feel it'll feel really good. And if I don't make it, it's it's also fine because I'm learning, I'm practicing, and it'll be next time. Yeah, I'm glad there's. It's not like a one time thing, right? That would be really sad. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, hopefully this is around for a very long time where it's just, you can look forward to it. And I don't think it's going to be every month, right? That's going to be a qualifying period. Um, if it is, great. I don't know. It could um, be, right? Like, it could be. If it is, amazing. The price pool right? is 10 times, right? The, this first one. So oh, they're, so they're going to have 10 lobby ledge? Oh, wait. Can like you, that, can you... That's what I'm assuming, right? Because oh, right. it's 50, yeah, I'm not sure it's 50 it's for this one. But mm. so, and then, hey, yeah, I'll take 10 out of 12 months for sure. Yeah, they promised, <laughs> you, they promised half, half a mil price pool. And this, it's 50,000 for this one in, overall. So that just assumes that there's going to be 10 of them, right? If sure. you just do the math. So, well, yeah, that, that might be somewhat presumptuous, of course. But yeah. Um, yeah, well, we've already seen now that it's been two months, right? Back to back qualifying periods. Yeah. So if we have a bit of an off season calculated in that, um, that would be okay, right? To have like two months off season or whatnot for people to, to chill and then 10 months of uh, in season where. You try to get a good rank. We're, we're oh, already sure. on month three, though, right? So there was already a off season, if you think about it. Wait, so February and March have been qualifying periods, yeah? Yeah, but not in January. Yeah, but I'm not sure if it started. Oh, when? Um, oh, so when does the blizzard year start? Is, oh, is that yeah, right. I like, no I idea. feel like. I feel like it started February now. Oh, right? I see. February was the first. Uh, either way, that's, that's not fair. Relevant, I don't know. Right? That's true. Well, whatever. What do we know? Right? I'm thinking calendar <laughs> year. What am I talking? But it about? would be cool. It would be. I, I think it would be cool um, because it's you know like then then you truly have. I think if you don't make it into Twitch Rivals or so, and you never know when the next one's gonna be, if there is gonna next, if there is gonna be a next one, that feels really bad because you're like, ah, I missed out, and you know. But if you if you have a schedule and you know uh, that it's gonna be there at a regular basis, say, hey, just hey, that means I just need to get better. That just means I need to practice more. I need to uh, learn from my mistakes, and then we try again next time. Yeah, and some of the, I mean, all the previous tournaments were a lot, a lot of times invitational. They're not yeah. really so. Even though, like, I feel like they had like a good representation of players, it's not the best, right? And you you always get like there's some like even the global invitation, right? There was there's some you know there's some things that felt not fair, you know, in terms of like representation. <laughs> here. <laughs> you know, I was like, Damn. I I think just using uh, a competition to select who gets to play in these tournaments that is just fair right Ever, I mean, yeah. you're you're being selected based on your merit your merit of how well you're playing how how good you are at climbing so yeah i, I think that's that's not right i think the the community does appreciate that even though of course there's going to be some arguments like oh i can't sit and practice all day long it's like well you, you know you probably wouldn't be good enough right, to qualify anyway. yeah yeah and and with, to be fair like climbing a ladder isn't a one-to-one -one comparison for tournament player right you've seen players that you know, just yeah. meander sometimes on ladder, but then on tournaments they're like, oh, they actually do really well, right? So it's not it's not always like a guarantee, but it's a very it's a much better, uh, what's it called? Thing representation indication something like that. Or... Indication that's that's a better word. Yeah. yeah, it's a much better indication of who is going to perform. So you may as well use that over, you know, the alternative, which is like I just feel like this player is good. <laughs> Yeah, you, I, I guess if you would want to replicate that environment, you would just have 
a bunch of qualifiers. Yeah, like Master Tour level that. stuff, yeah. Yes. Uh, Which is I, I think this more is, work. I think this is fine. I think yeah. this is close enough. And and to be fair, the the variant that players are playing all the time is ladder. So I think yeah. it's cool to sure. see that they say, hey, this person is really good at this thing that I also play. And it's cool to see them, you know, being rewarded and getting to play in these tournaments. And yeah, of course, you know, some people are just really good at these super aggressive play for first exploit your opponent's mistakes that they might not necessarily make in these tournaments and then you can see that that might turn around a little bit where in tournament play it's a little bit more about okay i'm just going to be really solid overall and i'm going to have very consistent scoring and instead of you know because if you take if you take say a galley it's going to be a lot more difficult yeah. to crush a lobby yeah. Gallywix <laughs> when everyone is optimizing their early game and you take damage here and you take damage there. And in ladder, you get away with that a bit more where somebody levels against you, right? Or somebody Someone dies early, like, you know. <laughs> right? Stuff like that. So tournaments are going to be different, but I think that's also cool for the audience to see, right? I would say, oh, wow, these, uh, these boards are crazy, or, you know, like, I can't believe... Galerix isn't actually that strong. Like, you know, you come out... Yeah, but when you put them in an environment where everybody is just going smart, <laughs> just, like, aggro, I'm going to make sure that my board is tip-top. Yeah, suddenly not having that great of an early game here of ours, yeah. That's a little bit, and that doesn't mean Gallywix can't win lobbies, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, once if, if Gallywix gets a good early game, <laughs> then it's it not, feels it's not fair, fair right? Yeah, yeah. Like you get a bunch of tokens and you just roll into like two South Sea captains or whatever, and just like, hey, I'm strong, cool. All right, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see what this looks like if if a lot of things change, if more people break in. Right. It's kind of cool. Like from, from my experience, you know, I'm up there, but I, I probably if I do, if I camp now, I'd probably be in if I'm being honest. But I don't know. It's not me. I mean, I should like uh, it, over the weekend. If I'm safe, I'm not going to play over the weekend. That's that's the thing I've told myself. But up till then, I'm like, I still kind of like playing on the main. But it, I, you know, I'm probably fine if I do nothing, but. I, I'm I'm gonna learn, gonna make sure that I don't I don't want to I don't want it to be stressful for me. So I you know I've learned from last month, and uh, if if doing nothing is the best approach, I'll definitely take it. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Da, da, da. Friend of a friend's been removed. Finally, gosh, uh, I remember we were gonna. I was committing to making a topic for this every week. I only had to do <laughs> one week. I I did. I really did. I was just gonna be like, hey. So we've been, it's been a full week of this nonsense. <laughs> how can you still say this is okay? Look at the, look at the boards, look at the pads, look at how hard people have to play just to get second. It's dumb. You know, what is this? Why is buddy cry not implemented? You know, these buddies with battle cry are too broken with a brand. This should be changed to the dad kill you. Know. But I don't have to do any of that. I, I, I'm just like, good job, Blizzard. Like that's. Yeah, this was really fast. It's super cool. I'm really happy it was so like and like almost very very quick, right? I I think this is some of the quickest turnaround time within the, like a something new introduced and like immediately removed, which I'm really happy because it gives me time to practice for the tournament, right? So you know, for most players like who cares how quickly it is, but for me it's everything where it's like, ah, uh, I actually get to 
see what the meta is going to look like and actually get to play and, and practice for the tournament. Yeah, and honestly, I think for the people that really enjoyed it, maybe it was taken away in time for it to not become a bore or like, a, oh, everyone else is doing it now. So I think the people that really enjoyed it, they might say, oh, I wish it stayed a little bit longer. But maybe if it had stayed two days longer, you would have been like, ugh, it's been enough now. And I, then, you know, no I, one would really be enjoying it. I have no idea because that was day one for me. So you can't relate. Yeah, like, yeah. but that's, that's I, different. I, your your experience was very different because you were just thinking, I got to practice for my tournament. I got to practice for my tournament. I got to practice for my tournament. Right? Yeah, all all games right other, now don't matter. Yeah. The other thing about me is like I play games in my head, you know, over I, while I'm playing. So it, it felt like I played like so much more games than I actually played because I'm doing doing alternate routes of like what what I did here da 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 would just be better so it just for me it felt like it like four days had passed it felt like I've been playing this matter for like a month you know like to, for me just because like I played every day and I was just like oh this would have been different <laughs> if I did this or if I did this play with this line this would have been better so it just felt like I was playing so much friend passion I was just very tired of it even though I played the day I, I was like I, oh my I god can relate for sure I, I played enough to start dreaming about ordering where I I was dreaming that I was going to get a Gallywix buddy, but then I needed the brand and blah, blah, blah. I was like, I was, I was actually rolling for a brand in my dream. <laughs> That's really funny. So that goes to show like how many, uh, how many games I played with that mentality where even in my dream, I was, uh, I couldn't find my brand. I had funny. a dream today. I don't dream every day. I'm not talking about it, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 like, I don't remember all my dreams. I don't write them down or anything. But, you know, I remember that I had one. Feels good, man. Unless, I, actually, I remember not being happy about the dream. I was like, uh, I wouldn't say it was like a great dream, but it wasn't the worst dream. But we will had. not discuss the contents of said yeah, dreams. We, yeah, we will not discuss it. Uh, fair yeah. enough. But overall, happy that they removed it. Happy it was so relatively quick. It wasn't instant, but that's like you have to, they have to like do work, add, change the code, right? <laughs> so, you know, it'd be unreasonable to be like, no, this was, this was fast. Though. Yeah, it's very, very, very fast. So, very happy. Thumbs up here. Um, it now allows us to kind of discuss some of the other. Uh, changes, right? Because I, I felt like it, we didn't really give the last patch a fair shakedown because... Yeah, none of it really mattered. No, nothing mattered, yeah, except for this. <laughs> yeah, so now, now it's more... You we really get to see... Effects now, yeah, yeah. For sure. we, we will talk about post-friend meta, and I think that's where we'll talk more about the specific changes and how it, like, it feels now. But yeah. uh, it is cool to see them you know react so quickly and i'm just like i just want to shout it out good job guys i you would not i feel like you would not be happy to watch a tournament with this and like i personally i'm biased but i i i don't think it would have been healthy for the first tournament at all so yeah i think you might overestimate what's appetite twitch chat has for uh you know okay yeah i, I feel like they'd be fine yeah that, that's true high level players uh, roll for brand. 
I know, but uh, right. can you, okay, imagine being a caster, uh, all right, and just like, oh yeah, so I see, he, he, he got the five, oh, he's just going to six, okay, he just rolled it down 10 gold, oh, did he friend of a friend, oh, he didn't, uh, I guess that's his whole turn, uh, well, that was well, the best play, that, like, I don't disagree with that, that was lot. statistically the right move to <laughs> skip every right card, move. that wasn't bad right, for the he's just rolling it down, okay, he's rolling, rolling, did he see friend, no, did he see brand, no, did he see friend, no, did he see, no? okay, well, you know, I guess he loses now. Well, like, this is the best player fail, in your region. You'd have to fail the... <laughs> I'm, I'm just thinking, you'd have to fill the error, and, and you just have to talk about stuff. And there's only so many times you can mention that they're rolling for friend of a friend, and that it's a really good interaction with Bran. Okay. And then you'd be talking about all the buddies they'd be looking for and what could happen. And also, you'd see someone running away with the game, and no one else, like you know, how's the friend or the brand? The thing is, like, they haven't won yet because someone could hit and do some crazy stuff. But without reconnecting, it's hard to catch up. Right? If you if you have to do everything, it looks like this guy took all the amalgadons from the pool. It's gonna be really hard for everyone else to catch up because there are literally <laughs> none left. You know, that's a shame. Like, like... He's continuing to print amalgadons through the use of the buddy, even yeah. though all seven are gone. All seven are gone. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Either way, whatever. It's that's not happening. So yeah, glad to see that. Yeah, not happening. Uh, moving on, we have the, the oh yeah the patch. So the, we I want to talk about friend specifically in its own bracket, but then that wasn't the only change in this hot fix. It was a patch twenty two point six point one hot yeah. fix, which had a couple of different changes, and I do think we should talk about. Um, some of them, because I feel like they were pretty impactful changes to be made, even despite the big obvious one being the the, the friend re removal. But we can go straight. Yeah, some more subtle armor changes. Um, so it's been removed. See the developer comments. You want to read the co developer comment or not? Yeah, sure. All right, sure. We can read that. We wanted to let you know that friend of a friend minion is being removed from backgrounds. Upcoming hot picks fit. Upcoming hot fix patch currently scheduled for wednesday i know from the developers about this change friend of a friend led to drastic power spikes when combined with brand very true drove play patterns requiring an extremely high action number of actions per turn i don't even think robot apm gets you there because of how much more economy you get like you you can just keep going it doesn't it it doesn't end you know like friend can give you more stuff which gives you yeah. more gold which gives you a what? robot would probably go longer almost due to knowing what to skip. Yeah. So they'd they'd have more ticketus prizes bullshit yeah, but things to yeah. do. And also if you get ticketus prize and you make it go down to zero, you have infinite yeah. gold. So then you never yeah. you never stop. Right. So Yeah, because then a robot would know what would be the optimal use of time like when would you buy a tad to replenish your gold when would you buy a money pirate to yeah. replenish your gold while rolling for more friend etc yeah, etc yeah, yeah. either way yeah, it was very very silly if, if you did not play at all last week there were some yeah as we mentioned before five amalgam boards were the norm like you would you would routinely see the top three have a bunch of amalgams on their yeah board. it was really annoying <laughs> was when crazy. i'm like top four and I have no amalgadons, and I'm like, I have no chance. Like, how did I even get here? <laughs> you know, like, that's a, and I'm just like, well, I, I've, I, and my board's like good normally, but against 
the competition, it makes no difference what I do with, as long as I know it's not the nuts, right? No. While we think there is room in the game for these type of strategies, eh, it's questionable. In this case, it proves too pervasive and game warping for the overall health of the game. Yeah. The issue is that play our players are too good. They immediately recognized the problem and abused it. You know, in our play testing, we didn't have this problem. No one was doing this. <laughs> but now you guys, you guys just like make the game about this one card, guys. Like you, we add one card and you just play the game around it. Like, come on, guys. There's a ton of other cards you could do. Like, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel. <laughs> we know that some players have really. I feel like that's what happens with Shutterwalk. Right? Come on, play it for the battle cry. Stop making the token triples. <laughs> We know that some players have really enjoyed Friend of a Friend. I think Tyler was like the most outspoken. Like, hey, I really love this interaction. You know, that was he was he was uh, he was jumping about that. Jackie was Jackie tweeting, was well. Please yep. don't nerf this. Please don't I know, nerf this. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. Kyle's like, I got him on my radar. Yeah, on I, all the people that there's a list, and I, I've written down everyone <laughs> who is like, I like Friend of a Friend. You know, they're all in there. You know, you're in there too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, looking forward, okay. we think yeah. it's important to continue to push the boundaries of the game, which I do agree with, and explore what we can bring into it. But we also think it's important to try to respond quickly when we've pushed too far. Keep an eye out for exciting updates as we continue to explore and find two backgrounds to make it the best game mode we can be. So basically, friend of a friend with brand was too powerful, basically, which required high APM, and they didn't want to make the game all about high APM because that's basically what happened at the top end of the ladder even at the lower end of the ladder i think it was easier to play friend because you didn't get punished before you got there right like sometimes if you're doing it high ladder you can get killed before you get the nuts but at lower mmrs you don't take as much damage early so you could actually get there easier um but you had to be aware that you could do it right so that's like me being in the lower mmr lobby it's easier for me right but if you're just like at that level, it's probably yes. not as it would probably be very easy to smurf, like easier than normal. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Um, so I agree with this. You know, it was uh, it's very true. Way busted if uh, if you made the game about it, and that's what the high MMR players were doing because that's how you won. You would you couldn't win without it, basically. If you if you wanted to win the game, you needed that interaction. Um, it was there was there. There's one exception. Like it's, it was harder to do with Murlocs out. That's because you didn't have seafood to like cycle yeah. six drops. So that was the one thing. So in those specific lobbies, you could maybe get away with like playing it once, you know, and like hitting a ticket is, and then that's all you needed to win the lobby. You just get the vine shield on something, and you're, you know. But in the other lobbies, you just you need to play as many of them as you can. And, and hit whatever you need. So yeah, pretty, pretty drastic um, meta game shift because of that card. So that's uh, we talked to death about this. Moving on, several heroes are moving up armor tiers. So these heroes are getting more armor. So Barov, Maleficent, and Nixir Tavish now in armor tier two. I kind of talked about this with um, in the round table, but do you have any any thoughts about this one in particular? Sorry, can you? The, the the armor changed for yeah, Maleficent. I can give you the link, I guess. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I can see it here. Okay. Um, honestly, for the most part, it's just tests, right? Getting punished 
Or am I getting punished? Oh, you're going to skip and just do... Because this this is all the changes for the patch. You're just going to like go straight to the big stuff. Okay, yeah. I mean, is do you think anything else really matters? or? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. Okay. I think Baroff yeah, getting you, you armor talk about is the important. Ones you think are impactful. I, I was going line by line. I think Baroff getting armor is kind of good because I think Baroff was still playable even with zero armor, and now you just have a little bit of a safety net, so it's going to help Baroff a bit. Baroff is a hero like Baroff is like just yeah. I, I guess Baroff's one where I feel like that's not a hero that should probably get armor just yeah. because he's so nutty when you hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I play Barrow. I look at Barrow's stats, and it just reminds me of, like, ah, they're killing themselves, <laughs> you know, somehow. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, I've had a lot of, like, since the patch, I've had a lot of really good Barrow games. Yeah, where, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think it's, like, abusable, but it, it's it's the one where I'm like, ooh, this is interesting, where it has armor. Yeah, for um, stat, for the stats, it makes sense, because Barrow does really poorly on the stats. Yeah, Maleficent, Anixia, Tavish, I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever, I don't care. Whatever, yeah. Brucon, I don't play, but some people really like Brucon, so uh, maybe they're happy with more armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't care. I don't play this here, so it's whatever. Yeah. Graybo, some people love Graybo. I lost our Graybo, like I think yesterday. Uh, it was, it was like, yeah. And I was like, God, Graybo, like, how did you beat me? But he had like Buster Egg, Golden Egg, and then like Double Cadgar, and mm -hmm. I was just like, uh, you know, yeah. I, I had like three or or four Amalgadons or something. I had probably three, right? If it was four, it's hard. Yeah, I had like three Amalgadons. Huge, right? Yeah, you just needed infinite stats for that. Yeah, but he kept like pumping out like 16, 16s, you know, just like stop it, you know, I want to win this lobby, and he killed me, you know, just like I died early, right? Because because he was like or. Yes, or something. So it was very annoying. But yeah, Graybo's a good hero if you have the right minion types in. So they're probably happy. I don't play Graybo too much. It's not really a hero I resonate with. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna talk about the post buddy meta, but I feel like Graybo doesn't really fit that well in there because I mean, I there, there's there's a huge divide, right? It's like Murloc, not Murloc. I think if Murlocs are out. People just get so huge that okay, I feel like sure. the token. Yeah. yeah. So if, if Murlocs are, are out, yeah. Yeah. If Murlocs are in and you run into people that are doing some poison builds and stats are being kept in check, then okay, probably. And, and you can also power level with Greybow. A little bit less so right now with Acolyte on too. I used to really, really love Warrior Curve, Greybow, and then just, uh, you know, get to AKMs, get to Acolytes, and. That's straight it. to That's five. What you need, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically straight to five. And then just do some cool stuff. Um, but I feel like right now it's it's a bit harder because you don't really want a warrior curve unless you get some you know good shops and yeah. they keep coming. But then you go to two and you might not hit. So I don't know. Grable for me feels a bit off with Acolyte on two right now. I, I think Rolex <laughs> were out. And I had the Magadons, right? But they weren't like crazy statted because mm. I didn't have so that was the difference I and and it, it made it uh, viable to keep yeah I don't want to yeah I don't want to talk too much about it just because like well I guess we can just mix the two topics yeah, yeah it doesn't bit. matter I feel like you need to if we're going to evaluate these armor changes you need to know like how the game is being played right now and, and like I mentioned the uh, and and you can you know add up to that if you if you like of course but it feels like there's this huge thing where you check at the start of a lobby Murlocs in or out huge difference how you're gonna yeah, play yeah. it feels like when when murlocs are in it's similar to friend meta where you can go quite aggressive for tavern tiers 
huge reward on tier six. Seafood Chef is in. You can still do brand. You can quite easily get a board full of Amalgadons. I've, I've done that multiple times uh, today. That still works. If Murlocs are out, it feels like it's a race to something that does bullshit health, whether that is Trickster, which is somewhat likely. Um, but that can also be, hey, I'm a curator and I have Whelp Smuggler, I have Master of Realities or just anything else that, you know, like I'm a mutinous, like do that too, right? You're mutinous and just make a obscenely large pool of health. That is very hard to beat right now and Spore or an RNG Amalgadon are pretty much your only sources of poison. Mm. Yeah, I would say nothing. First of all, nothing feels like friend meta. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> that's not an accurate comparison to me. Uh, but uh, second of all, yeah, the difference between Merlox in and Merlox out is probably the most impactful and probably the one you should look at every time, right? Like before you had to look at everything being in or out. Now I think if you just knew whether Merlox or in or out, that kind of influences more of your decision and your hero picks more than anything else. So, um, that's true, but big pull of stats is not like super required. You just need a comp that makes sense or a comp that scales, I would say. You don't have to go trickster stuff, but if you can just have a comp that, like even old comps, like even just B stuff, like you can just win with that. If the comp is complete, right? You have the buster comp. You can, you can just win with the regular comps. You don't have to force stats or force health because what happens when you're trying to force like trickster stuff is you'll have like high health but not not the biggest attack but regular comps will just have both and you'll you'll just like triple chunk the health thing so they're not well you just play like two spores at the back right that's your damage yeah okay i don't see that in my lobby so I, okay that, that's like that's what i'm yeah. doing like, yeah I'm, you do I, that i i don't see that I like a very very low effort you just have like i don't yeah. know a 40 health trickster or whatever cool bores that are in that's easy to do Golden Trickster, Baron, two spores in the back. <laughs> That's a good point. You, you you play differently and you played better because you add the spores and you focus on that. I don't really see spore end game too much in my lobbies. Mm, right? Maybe, I, I think maybe an NA yeah. thing, right? So I, uh, I think that's a premium unit right now, like in the no Murloc lobbies. And then and people are gonna catch on to that soon enough. Where and it, it makes not sense, right? Enough, you know what I mean? But after Sorry? the tournament is <laughs> after the tournament. <laughs> That's everything for me right now. Yeah. It's I don't know. It, it just feels it just feels weird. Um, maybe not weird, but it, I guess it feels natural for sport to fill that role, yeah, right? Because yeah. you you just take Max now out of the game. People are going to really lean into that and say, "Oh, normally I wouldn't have." gone for like golden orzel and stuff and just make like huge huge health uh, but people do that more often yeah, now and you already now, yeah. you already saw that before if beasts were out and murlocs were out you got a bit of a taste of it then those lobbies were pretty silly where it's like oh it's just the chenvala putting stats on the elementals and i can't catch I up those. Or, those are my games man <laughs> just yeah you just, I, you just run with them right and you don't it's kind of like it's like double cali Whelp smuggler, turn your brain off, play all the battle cards. Wee! It is like they can't catch me. And and with with that attitude, a spore is suddenly premium. Because I <laughs> I think yesterday there was this rag with a 130 health Mithrax somewhat early, and I killed him because I had a spore on my board. And it's like I saw that. Yeah, game. I mean, yeah, I think you were there. I think they took fifth 
Yeah. With it, like 130 health mid They, they don't lose it. to anything else but a spore at a spore. So it's like, okay, you die. Yeah, it was pretty silly. So yeah. Anyways, we're we're digressing a little bit, but this this is me uh this is me just saying that that's a that's a huge factor if you want to evaluate how good heroes are right now. And and that's part of me maybe not liking Greybow as much, uh, because like half the time it's just gonna be a, a stat lobby and Greybow doesn't do that too too well. Yeah. Um fair enough. I the Kale Thoughts never play Rakar, I don't play anymore, so I don't yeah, care right. where they put them like um, Eudora, Eudora's okay. Master Wind, Reno. These are like playable heroes, I think. Like, I think they're better than the ones with four to seven armor, funny enough, <laughs> even though they're getting five to eight. But, uh, not, not, like, it doesn't jump out to be a being like abusive or crazy. Like, I'm like, oh, Eudora's eight armor now. Sure, that's fine. I don't care. Um, moving on. Drekstar, Elise, and Dragosa. Drekstar, I don't know why. No, I don't see Drekthar at all. Like, I don't see it, and I, I don't think the stats are, like, beneficial. I think it doesn't make sense either to... I mean, I guess you have some attack scaling, but... No, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't really want to play him. Yeah. I El- think Elise is the interesting one. Yeah, there. Elise jumps out to me at being like, huh, that's weird. Because even at zero uh, armor, I'd play Elise, yeah. and, and I'd For win, sure. right? Like, so just giving mm-hmm. Elise more armor just seems like... Very good. It does. Yeah. It's definitely a high skill ish hero where you didn't know when to keep your buddy, when to toss it, and when to level and stuff. But it's not like the craziest like skill uh, of a hero. Like you get a free fours, you get free fives, free six, maybe. Uh, so pretty powerful. What, in my opinion. what at least it really feels like you just need to set yourself up for that nine gold turn, right? If you make the correct calls or you know hopefully get good enough minions to protect your health if you so eight gold with elise is level to four map for four that's a good turn right you get um if if your buddy is on time if your buddy isn't on time it's awful right of course yeah i don't always Uh, do that but that's a fair point to make it, it's 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 a somewhat meta thing to do on Elise, right? Eight gold, you're gonna level for seven, and then the one yeah, gold for me. You the meta, you get the meta, you get the meta, you know, placement map. <laughs> <laughs> well, but like, well, not maybe not in my meta or whatever. Um, so, so my my fear is that the armor might push her into a position where you can very routinely now on on uh, nine gold, which is that tricky turn. You sell here you now have zero gold but you can sell two more things off your board map for your five map for your four and that makes up a lot of the time so if you can manage your economy a little bit that you have one card left over or you picked up an alley cat or something like that and your the things you're selling are two cats for instance then all of a sudden you're um you're very easily putting a four and a five on the board (laughs) the turn after that you're getting a one cost five drop map. You're leveling to six. You're getting a one cost six drop map. And things get very, very silly at that point. So yeah. my only fear is that giving her armor, it might not make it a can I do this, but I am going to do this kind of play style. Yeah. The one thing about like you'd rather be celebrantal than alley cats, because if you have if you're selling two two alley cats and you have your buddy, you tech you took fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> if your board is double alley cat buddy, like, 
thing. Sure. <laughs> or you used alley cat and you have one left over or anything like that, right? It's just some some form of economy that you're not down to, you know, four or five units on the yeah, yeah, turn. That's true. Uh, but yeah, at least definitely feels like probably doesn't deserve to be an armor tier six. Uh, but they, that's like one of the weirder ones, you know, so I'm, I'm fine with it. Like they fixed a lot more armor discrepancies with this hot fix than they added in. So, and even Elise is like, yeah, like, it's okay. Like I'm not, it's not a travesty. It doesn't jump out to me. Like the Irana test, like, oh my God. I need to play more. I need to play more right now. I can't cry OP at all. I mean, I could say Elise is gonna be playable for sure and good probably as well so feels feels solid to me um illidan lich Bazel, mr bigglesworth pyramid tasman and vander tasman had zero armor guys like i, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> did, not, did not understand yeah, that, this one. that might just have been a like they just missed it right where it's like oh shit somebody i just threw her in tier one but you <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, but uh, straight into the tier seven. Tier, yeah, straight into tier seven. Uh, all of this makes sense. Illidan, Lich, Lich Bazal, like questionable. Like I can see Lich Bazal having less armor, but I'm not gonna complain. Like it just makes her playable and and pretty solid. And I think it's fun and it's very in theme, right? For the hero that punches herself to get the max amount of armor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't mind it. I don't mind either. Uh, some heroes are moving down. Arana, she had 10 armor guys. Like, <laughs> oh, Tamsin and Arana just got switched. Basically. Yeah, basically. Yeah. They, yeah. That makes um, sense. But Arana's moving down. Deathwing, I think, makes sense. Maev makes sense. Scavs makes sense. All the thieving, except for Rafam. And- I don't know. I'm not sure if Deathwing is like tier one, zero armor. You could argue, well, like, it's not bad. Deathwing was like top three hero before. Well, once again, I'm looking at it through the lens of the meta that is now forming. And I'm looking at it through the lens of the results. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. When when you look at how the heroes have performed in the past, I don't think that is more relevant than how we think. Well, I mean, you have, you need going off data isn't bad. Don't get me wrong. I'm just as as we're predicting, like, is this a good change or a bad change? In, in that regard, it's more important, I think, to look at the meta we're about to have or the meta that we've had for the past two days and then comment based on that. And and in that meta, I don't think Deathwing is like tier one. I don't think he's bad at all. It doesn't feel like it's tier one. I think he got weaker with the Acolyte nerf for sure, right? Because you lose the protection for your buddy and, and that hurts a lot. So it, he definitely did get weaker. He's probably maybe not tier one. He could probably have two to five armor, but zero armor isn't like a travesty where I'm like, ah, he's unplayable. You know, there's still going to be lobbies where I'm going to see a Deathwing be like, yeah, I guess so. Like, it's sure, zero armor, but uh, still has a bit, like, still has a reason to be played, right? The, the biggest buff was just moving his buddy from Tavern tier three to Tavern tier two. That's really what made him pop off. So I don't think this is like, incredibly weird or anything like that mayev as well i'm a big mayev fan so i'm sad to see this change but i i get it like if yeah. mayev pops off it's not fair I, uh, I think for this meta in particular she's very good 
because a lot of the like in the no murloc lobby right you can go straight into felbet straight into eliza comp straight into caligos and then just say okay i'm just gonna start scaling and you guys can't catch me so i think no armor is fair yeah i think it's fair i'm just you know i'm biased and i'm aware yeah, of yeah, that and then the stealing heroes, I'm also okay with being zero armor. I think they're they're oppressive, and they're still going to continue to be oppressive, especially since um, Phelan is guaranteed someone's going to get meta. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you see, you go into Phelan. Here's four gold, like, and one's a five drop, like, and you could get more gold from the the procs. It's yeah, like, very very strong. I think Tess, I might have preferred if she kept her armor and the buddy was a three drop again. Yes, I agree. Song. Like the the buddy, you get Tess's buddy too better. early. Like yeah. keep the armor, make it a make uh, make it a three. I think it's more balanced because Tess is a hero. You don't want it to be playable. If Tess is strong, it means the meta is bad. The canary and the coal mine. Yeah. If yeah. Tess is if Tess is wrecking everyone, <laughs> the meta is not that great. Yeah. Although I will say that she she was she's. She's almost never going to do better than the meta we just had, right? There was a clown fiesta no. meta. Well, mm, nah, no, don't, 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 don't template it. <laughs> no, oh, okay, sure. You know, but everyone was like donkey rolling for brand. So you were almost guaranteed yeah. a brand. You're going to pick that up from someone, right? And then Phelan was in every lobby. So you're going to get a Phelan buddy at some I mean, point. You remember probably. when Quillboards were re just released? We were like, oh, that's pretty good right now. Like, you know, yeah, you yeah. That? and then Doomsayer and Frog. Ooh. Tess is great, right great now. Yeah. Buddy Meta is like, oh my god, Tess is insane. I think at some point that was five for six with Tess. With I got five first places yeah. out of six games. It was pretty. And I feel like I messed up the sixth game. I was, <laughs> I was like, it should have been six out of six. <laughs> That's how strong she felt. Yeah. yeah <sighs> okay with her moving down. I could see the nerf to the Buddy as well. like And give her back to armor. I don't think Tess Tess should be kind of a fringe character, you know. It shouldn't be the the oh this is the best hero we'll like go to, yeah. yeah, which is kind of what it is right now. Phelan also losing armor once again. I knew this was gonna happen. I was like, why, why this, why is AFK zero armor? Like I just like I don't know why is AFK zero armor and then Phelan gets nine. Like what the hell is this? You know. So I was like, no, this this isn't right. And now you know, two to five, I can see it. This one's a little bit more justifiable. I still think he's pretty pretty really good. Actually, I still think he's really good. Yeah. Um, and I was also surprised when they initially put it to like the armor. I was like, you're saying this hero is bad, <laughs> like by making it nine armor. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Wag Toggle moved down as well. I don't play Wag Toggle. I have no opinions on this. Really, no opinion on this either. <laughs> Sorry, Wag Toggle mains. Yeah, uh, we can't cover you. And then Shutterwag moving down. Apparently, this is a corrections. This is what it was initially supposed to be, but um, I don't know. Shutterwag's still playable to me. Um, it felt slightly oppressive with the armor initially with like 10 armor but even mm -hmm. with five to eight it's basically very similar and beasts are as long as beasts are in you have that opportunity to spike and even if they're mm -hmm. not like i played a shutterwalk game and i just like i did what blizzard wanted me to do i got the buddy and then i tripped and i used the buddy i had a brand and i was just like cycling the stats so I was like, you know whatever blizzard this is what the blizzard wanted me to do and it was okay. I just like I felt bad because I feel like I'm like, you know, being part of like the you know 
that's right Collins do it just cycle with our buddy and I was like I don't want to do it you know let me be let me let me let me put out some nonsense but no I like that just felt like the best thing to do so I was just like yeah buddy brand you know golden buddy let me just buy my battle cries like it was, it was fine though you know but I was I felt bad about it <laughs> it um for, for for me, Shutterwalk has been really consistent. Um, like you say, with Beaston, where I, I tried it during the friend meta for the first time. Um, I was like, oh, what if we just stay on one at seven gold instead of double level? And we just get the buddy and we just play minions on tier one and force more alley cats in the shop. That works really well if you have only two battle cries in, which is quite frequent because now murlocs if murlocs are in it's a rock pool and a cat if quillbore are in right it's the quillbore and the cat if pirates are in now if all of them are in obviously it's a lot harder to do but if you have two or three different ones it feels somewhat reliable to force more cats in the shop what were you doing you're just like taking all the alley cats yeah so i was so i stay on tier one on seven gold I bank, it depends a little bit on when I'm going to get my buddy. So I'll play for tempo the first few turns. When six gold rolls around, I'll probably hold one or two cards in my hand. Seven gold rolls around. You usually get the buddy. Depends a little bit, right? You may have to go full tempo on the six gold turn to still get the buddy. But then on seven gold, you get the buddy, you play the buddy, you play any cards you've banked or you buy cards from the shop. And then every time you play a minion, you force a battle cry in the shop. If you're still on tier one and there's only two different battle cry minions in the game, you can have a 50% chance for an alley cat every time. And the cool part is every time you buy an alley cat to play an alley cat, you might put another alley cat in the shop. So um, the first time I did it, I think I had a golden tabby in my hand. I had three more right from the the buddies so I, I think in total i pulled four five five drops now that's pretty good if the game revolves around brand <laughs> and you get a bunch of other things to complement right beasts are in obviously so you can get baby crush you can get mama bear those turns get very very hectic and i haven't really refined them yet but even with unrefined play it's been okay Doing so you're getting them all- it sounds like oh man i have to like it's a lot of work. It's yeah. a lot of APM. It's a lot of monk steer, right? Because you're you first need to manage your tier one portion of that game. You need to manage how you're gonna sell your board because a lot of the time you just end up with almost nothing on your board. You're gonna have uh, a golden rock pool or a golden swabby or a golden whatnot, right? A byproduct because you're gonna be like, sure, I guess I'll take that triple two. Uh, you're gonna have a byproduct of the other cats in your hand, and then you're gonna have a uh, the uh, the actual shutterling tokens especially when you've played swabbies as well that's where the math gets really complicated on you know what to do um but but for me it's been just um level every turn you're also playing the shutterlings well i'm playing the shutterlings once i'm on tier four and then i'm pulling five drops and And even even with the like the golden alley cats in there it's still fine uh, yeah, so you don't get the golden alley cats 
Oh, you're you selling the, the main body. Yeah, you're selling the main body. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's the same as usual. Oh, but you have, the you have the tabby in your hand. Yeah, oh, and, okay. and the thing is, because you don't have the tide hunter in there, it's not blocking any of the other triples. Okay. So theoretically, you could just have one shutterling spawn six tabbies. Six tabbies, yeah. Now, you don't always do that, right? You need to have a very, very you good You have no game. board, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's okay. That's okay, honestly. Like, people are not that strong. And okay. you had the 10 armor, right? So it was really good. Now right. you have the up to 8 armor. I'm, you know, I'm still working on it. I'm still refining it. But I'm sure that other people are doing it. You also have to well. sell your buddy if you wanted to do that. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Which is totally fine. Trust me. Like, you get yeah. so much shit. Okay. Uh, and, and I think if you're in a good enough position, uh, you, have, you have so much gold left over you just get a couple of fives and then the rest of sixes or so right because you a lot of the time it's also apm so you're just going to be like i guess i'll just you know this is funny. you know it, next it, turn i'll do it. it it's kind of funny because this could be like even better than the previous iteration yes. which <laughs> it's is very so, consistent so it's far. so stupid right like oh you've nerfed my hero well i figured it out how to break it even better than before <laughs> that's so well, well, something Player. that happens in particular, which is how you catch up in tempo, is if it's a Quillbore lobby, oh, okay. you, you have gems. so many gems because you probably have a golden Geomancer as well. Mm -hmm. And you can play the golden Geomancer before you play yeah. the Shudderlings. And then every Shudderling, and then okay. hands, it, it's really a nightmare, honestly. Like, don't do this to yourself unless you really, really want to try the strategy because you'll have to count hand space. You don't oh, need to right. use gems. Yeah, if you go golden geomancer, won't you? Yeah, yeah, because your hand gets filled with gems, and then you have the triple and blah blah blah, and you're gonna you're gonna miss stuff the first time around, almost guaranteed, right? Because like the timer is ticking, you need to allocate gems and all that. I'd rather so, just have pirate. Um, just give yeah, me the swabby. Swabby, uh, swabby, I think is the best one. I think if you have no Quillbore, no Murloc, and it's just Beast Swabby. You can you can power like crazy because um, what Does happens the a lot of the time, Murloc doesn't matter. There's no battle cry for Murlocs. Uh, Rockpool. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, Rockpool blocks it. Um, so if you have Beasts, Pirates, no Quillbore, no Rockpool, I think that's uh, Elemental. Elemental out as well. Yeah. So no Elemental, no Beast, no Quillbore means. Sorry, no elemental. Elemental no Murloc. Murloc. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That means you're just going to have pirate and beast. Oh. That means you're going to have a golden swabby, most likely ready to go. So you're going to load the golden swabby into the shutterling as well. And that's the game where you can just go from four to five on that turn. And you can pull a few sixes as well. <laughs> so, yeah, but that gets crazy. Because usually what and i know we're spending a lot of time on shutter rock time just talking like, about dude, it this, this is all we got this is like the last topic so yeah go it's funny it. right it's i think it's fun i think it's fun to do so um because usually the the problem you run into when you do it in a non-pirate lobby is you can't go from uh three to four to five mm -hmm. because five costs 11. so a lot of the time i end up with so much money on that turn because you need to tier but then you're going to sell all the cat tokens, you're going to sell the shutterlings, you're going to sell things off your boards to make board space for right, the cat tokens right. that you end up rolling on four. So that's the monkasteer part of it where you have to say, um, do all my things. I've got my fives. I've got a brand, I roll. Uh, there's a smugger there. I'm going to put it on a thing. I'm going to nest matron, ton, done. <laughs> Seven cards left in my hand, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> but then next turn you just tear and he's like, oh, I had an extra triple here that I didn't play. Uh, yeah. 
either way, that is the um, that is the fun strategy that I've been somewhat consistently been doing with Shutter. But like I said, it is it's quite demanding. You need to count and think ahead. But I think in time, as it gets refined, that might be the new norm where people force alley cats in the shop on tier one with the buddy and then. Uh. Now, now everyone knows Shady. Like, if they didn't know before, you now, <laughs> they, now well, made it. I don't want to say, like, oh, I designed this or whatever. I, I'm, not, I'm sure that not it's... A, that's not the point, but popularizing yeah. it is, is definitely a, a... Yeah, that's true. That's true. We do have a platform here. But, hey, I mean, I'm I'm not... I don't believe in, like, holding back information. Uh, like it's, I don't know. You know that's what the podcast is for, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we're for. We want to... I, I disagree. I think you can hold hold back. There was actually a discussion in one of the discords about like people not joining it to like share information. And it's like, oh, is that that's so weird. I can't believe these top players are not like going to join and share information. But I actually think it's perfectly fine. Like if you're if you're uh, if you're going to if you're gonna if you want to compete in lobby legend in a tournament, you think you have strategies that other people aren't doing, or you understand more than the general populace or even the tournament players. Like why? Why go and show it, right? Like unt yeah, until mean, the day of the tournament. If, I don't. If you're a competitor, you don't care about teaching the masses yeah, your I don't. Cool trick. But that one guy in your lobby is like, I know what you're gonna do now because you talked about it, right? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, so I just think, uh, you know, we're we're being generous here by you know showcasing <laughs> some of your stress. Shady's more generous than me, even though I'm not like stingy or anything i just know like she always but you like, can't reconnect in lobby legends so sure. it's quite challenging to get all of that done properly because oh it's really the gems that bog you down <laughs> yeah so don't play it in cobra lobbies play it in pirate lobbies basically yeah That's if you what play it in, well and then you're also it's kind of like a cthune-esque thing where you only play it very specifically because yeah, yeah, the that's, that's fine you want the other things to be out as well yeah i, but if, I like if you having can, like yeah. you know these like hidden gems of like oh yeah, in this one like, lobby ooh. it's good <laughs> right here it's good like uh, so that that's that's okay for me so it's always like a little like pocket pick whenever the the, the yeah the, the shutter the shutter pocket pick yeah. yeah but it's pretty cool but yeah overall shutterwalk armored tier five um i guess i'm okay with it i don't know enough to really tell you if this is broken or if it has less or more armor but yeah. kind of interesting yeah all the games i've played with it so some of them went really well and then others just went well so because because usually you'll get you know at least three five drops, usually four to five five drops. So it was kind of cool. All right. And then the last topic we've got is just the post friend meta. Uh, just kind of what we've been thinking about without uh, friends in, but no Myxna, no Murloc Tide Hunter, that kind of thing. So I was just wondering how you felt. I guess I could go. Yeah, but, you go first. Um, generally, I don't know. It's. I mean, this this is generally more. My my like I, I like this better because you 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 need to think more, which I don't like thinking, but I also don't like that everyone doesn't have to think. You know, like that's also a problem if everyone. I, like, I think saying that you didn't have to think in the friend meta is a little disingenuous. No, 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 but no, 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 no. I said I don't like. I I normally like metas where I don't have to think. But I don't like metas where everyone doesn't have to think, you know? And and I sure. guess uh, in the friend meta, like, I feel that's the case because what's you know your game plan by turn one. 
and that that's an issue yeah but it's a different kind of thinking then yeah sure yeah. but like at least for me like where everyone's like oh i'm gonna do this every time like at some point that becomes like more automatic right i'm gonna do this every time over time you know everyone's just like oh yeah autopilot because yeah. this is what we do every time and and i like it more when it's like okay this situation comes up what do i do the situation comes up what do i do where I, it didn't really feel like that it's like this situation comes up you have brandon friend you go for the front <laughs> <laughs> I, you know and that's 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 not great for me i mean it like the meta wasn't bad for me um but it wasn't yeah. bad for other people and that's the problem you know they were they were all doing well at least the people you, i played against you felt like you couldn't really put your advantage to yeah use yeah the, yeah exactly you were good at identifying direction and you were good at figuring out where where to go and when to do what you know yes there was a lot of decisions that didn't matter in the last meta where it's like oh this What's the point? I, <laughs> there are so many turns. I'll just be like, rolling for Ben. This is irrelevant. When none of none of my turn here makes any difference whether I win or lose. It just felt so stupid uh, for me. Uh, so I'm I'm glad to be past that. And now now it's more where I have to think about oh what's my direction? How do I play this? When do I level? Blah blah blah. Uh, all all those extra questions I have to ask myself where I didn't have to ask myself before. So. It's it's definitely better for me. However, I am feeling the effects of Nomai X now, uh, definitely the most. Where Murlocs are out, it's uh, it's hell. All hell tricksters. breaks loose. Tricksters you know? everywhere. Yeah, like it's not just tricksters. It's the heroes that pop up now. You know where it's like, oh, Rag's just like nuts with no no yeah. poison to deal with it. Uh, you know, Mutinous has been shining right now where it's like, I just have Divine Shield, 100 health minions uh, there. Especially when you start with like a, a Chroma Wing, right? And you eat on the Chroma yeah. Wing and you just have like 125 uh, buddy. I guess I shouldn't be talking like about how to do that on Mutinous, right? Just in case, you know, anyone yeah, wants yeah, to play Bobby Legends. Be quiet. Play. <laughs> Wait a week. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right next week we talk meeting this guys yeah sure why not i mean we're not uh, gonna spill the shadow walk and the meeting this beans in the same uh, cast uh but uh it's kind of interesting um i feel like obviously the boards have gotten weaker since friend and and um there's also some cases where like I, I still see unbeatable boards, right? But that's more due to buddies more than the meta This itself. is more Murlocs in them, probably with... When you say unbeatable boards, you just mean like full dong? Or do you mean some, no, some no, crazy stuff? No, like Nizdormu with a Felbat. Like, I don't know. I just, yeah, but that's poisonable, right? But you mean like well, Murlocs <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, Murlocs out. Yeah, what am I going to do? Yeah, Murlocs out is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yeah. I, I I'm really not a fan of this. Um, th this is well, honestly, we we talked about this for weeks, right? Weeks and weeks and weeks. We said mm, change the reborn Max Knight interaction, but please don't remove Max now because right, and, you know, and as much as people complain, a lot of the time they don't know what they want, right? They say like Max has to go, people riot, right? but <laughs> it's like okay, you've got what you wanted. How many times are you gonna enjoy? going up and be like oh i can't possibly beat this rag because he has a hero power that skill shit and i don't yeah that's yeah. gonna be fun yeah pretty much yeah it's just like you just know from the start you just look at your heroes and you say oh i can't win this game 
that happens. You know, like Murloc's out. You look at your heroes, you're like, oh, I can't win. <laughs> like most of the time, if demons are in, you'd be like, okay, I'm going to try to bullshit my way through there with a trickster. But if demons are out as well, there's just some heroes that do the scaling thing really well. Like for instance, a curator with Wolf Smuggler, right? Or Chenvala with Elementals or even like Maev who is able to rush and discover Caligos. Um, but there's just some more like brawly mid-game heroes that like, oh, I have like, like Mukla just feels like, yeah, like I Murloc's Mukla, out. Like earlier Sorry? today. I played Mukla earlier today. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like his whole, his whole spiel is like so much weaker now where sure. you just know that people are just going to have these infinite stats. So you're like, I put banana on minions. Like, oh, that's cool. Like, <laughs> I lost to the Nos. That's, that was yeah, the right. You're like, you can't compete with that. The Nos just goes nuts, right? Yeah. Yeah. Either way, whatever. Just pointing out and, and just uh, agreeing where you said, like, it's a huge impact that Max Nas out. And you need to be very, very mindful at the start of your game when you see that Murlocs are out. You need to have a game plan. You need to think, okay, how am I going to build very large minions? And if you can't, you need to think about how am I going to scam the people that are going to build very large minions? And a lot of the time, it's for me, Spore and Trickster. So I think Spore is a, in the no Murloc lobbies, it's going to be a very premium unit. And we can already start thinking a little bit ahead, right? Because Spore becomes a premium unit. The people are getting Spored. They start deploying Ghoul. You need to start thinking ahead. I need to put like either Argus on my Spores or I need to put gems on my Spores. Hopefully if Quillboards are in. But this is going to be some like, I do this, you do that, da, da, da. So I think the meta will be the people that have stats. They're going to mandatory run Ghoul, maybe even two Ghouls to just Ghoul your Spores away. They were doing that anyways. Sorry, they were doing that anyways. No, I'm 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 pretty rarely getting ghouled here because the the thing is, if they know that you have the spores, it's a different thing. But if you're if you're playing in a stat lobby, meaning the murlocs are out, you might say, "Oh, my opponent will be getting spores, therefore I will uh, already okay. have a ghoul." They tie the Even first match and then they ghoul ghoul next turn every time. <laughs> Sorry? They tie the first match, go next turn every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's, I mean, sometimes me. you kill him, right? Like, for instance, that oh, rag. Yeah. Sure. That rag, I killed him, right? <laughs> like, he didn't know. He didn't see it coming. Right. Um, so I think that that will be a natural adaptation in the no Murloc lobbies where you say, okay, the only way I lose here is Spore or, you know, my opponent had a really good game and was able to get multiple perfect Nogadons. But then again, he don't mind having a ghoul against a couple of perfect Nogadons anyway. So I think that's going to be a very... Uh, core unit for people that are just going for the the max gold grubber strat or the max you know um, uh, curator minion strat to just mandatory ghoul the opponents for it to get rid of. You the remember spores. when ghoul wasn't like that relevant? I remember like where it was like oh ghoul just goes into beast. And, I mean max and the max just get their shield anyway, so yeah. it's the point of the ghoul. I remember we talking about that. Now it's like ghoul. It's a pretty good card. Like kind of ghoul Kind of kind of weird how. Meta changes change a lot of like unassuming cards. They become a lot better or worse or so. Yeah, um, and of course a little a little bit of this is just theory crafting, right? That's that's my assumption that's going to happen. In I've meta. also noticed the lack of my excellent beast comps, where I'm like, oh, what's what what does my opponent zap now, if it's not my Baron? Oh, it's just like my other key minions. <laughs> 
it's yeah. like it's yeah. still really bad for me. <laughs> you know? She was so good at absorbing zap, yeah. Uh, I, I'm just like, huh, I don't have that, like, that poison that doesn't die, you know, two aid mics, and I, even if it didn't have reborn. Two, the two one reborn left over on the board. Oh, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so it, it's been, that's something I've noticed with, like, even, even without the reborn, just the lack of having that poison for the zap where they still zap things I, I need in my board. So it's still kind of annoying. But yeah, nothing to do about that, I guess, right now. And these are pretty good at, at this point with the new edition, so I guess it's not that much of a complaint. And you just you just mean you have an easier time reborning everything? Right? Yeah, it's easier. It's easier to reborn like everything, and there's an extra five drop beast that you can synergize with early, so you don't lose. Sure. So you mean that? Um, I guess we haven't really talked about Baby Crush at all. Um, we don't have to go like super in depth, like, but it used to be like yeah. you'd like Mama Croc or Mama Mama or whatever. Now you, yeah. now it's like now you add Baby Crush into the three, so you can go Baby Crush Mama or or Baby Crush Baby Crush or Baby Crush Croc, and you're still like you win the early game tempo or the early mid game tempo. It's like auto wins. Do you you transition out of Baby Crush most of the time, or do you keep it? Depends if I triple it. If I triple it, I'm yeah. keeping it. If I don't. It's not, it's like, it falls off a little bit, right? Once people, like the nice thing yeah. about it is it procs uh, divine like bubbles. So like, sometimes I have it like second for amalgam and it'll just like proc the amalgam and the big stat version will kill the amalgam. But I, I, I find that with the reborn on four, it's so easy to reborn your baby crush and then it gets like to some really big bullshit levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you reborn everything nowadays. Yeah. So it, it's, it's not fair. Like that's why beasts are better. Cause I don't. Yeah. I don't think they needed to move the reborn to four. First of all, like, I don't think that was like really necessary. But they needed. They were moving another beast to five, so they wanted to replace yeah, yeah. it. But like, I, it, I don't think it's too bad considering how um, crazy the stats are gonna get. I don't sure, think beasts. Sure. Yeah, I think beasts can have that. Because. Um, sure. Right now, the meta hasn't really formed yet. People are still testing the waters. I think, you know, as the same thing with, with any meta, you give it some more time. The general player base gets more of an understanding of what they're aiming for. You're going to see these massive, massive stat boards a lot you know, more frequently. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I mean, but it's still, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely questionable to have it there on four, uh, in my opinion. But sure, I'm not yeah, gonna jump. I'm not gonna, you know, we're not. I'm happy with the friend for friend removal. You've given yourself at least a week of no complaints from me, and then we'll go back to the. Oh, this is a problem uh, that we usually Scored. do. Scored yourself some Collins points. Yeah. You got some credit build up now. It doesn't last long though. <laughs> One week of no complaining about death rattle damage. Yeah. Honestly, that hasn't been the biggest issue right now, just because of um, like you don't like gas curl isn't the nutty uh, that nutty of a, of a unit anymore. It doesn't happen super. Well. I feel like it's more um, guff Malagos yeah, and Mama yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. That's bullshit, right? Yeah, the, the mid-game tempo take 15 for and there's nothing you can do about it. That, that's where that's where the problems are lying right now in terms of it. 
Hey. All right. And I think we are somewhat here for this topic. I think we've covered oh, it all. Oh, you want to end it? I've never seen you end the, the... I'm I'm happy to continue talking about no, stuff. No, no, I just no, feel no, like no. I, mean, I, I, I am... Uh... There's like an end spiel that I usually say. I would like, if you want to do that, that's that's very cool. Oh, like, no, no. I no, consider no, this no, me, no, you know, like giving you the indication that uh, <laughs> we are good to move towards the end of the podcast. I want to hear you say, hey, thank you for joining us and all that nonsense. <laughs> all right, well... Thank you so much for joining us on our 50th episode of the HSBG podcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you have any feedback, you can send that to hsbgpodcast at gmail.com. You can find Collins somewhere on the internet. You can find me somewhere. <laughs> I feel I'm just going in the same spirit as you. But the first few weeks, it was very clean. Like Shady is, uh, you know, Shady Bunny Twitter. Like, I actually changed my Twitter. It's Shady Bunny Live. So there oh, you okay. go. Like, I threw it out. <laughs> Fif- 19 more. Yeah, 19 more episodes for the special one. It's Feels good. The, in- the internet number. Nice. All right, we'll guys. You. Thank you so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. See you all next time. Yes. <laughs> all right. All right, we're done. Um...